llamo Travis Terrell. Bienvenidos. La, we are live -o. Hold on, I got my ocelot. Got to get on that. Oh. Like, nice. like my ocelot this morning. Yeah. That's nice. What what truck stop did you acquire that from? Could, could I be completely honest with everyone? No idea where this shirt came from. Hmm. Literally just cleaning up around the house. Getting my life in order. Endangered species, Costa Rica. Now, did you get that on that Tom Joyner cruise? Hmm. Possibly. Hmm. But I didn't buy a shirt, but this would be a kind of shirt I would buy on vacation. Hmm. One more time. Look at that. Isn't he adorable? Meow. We'll look into that and more throughout the show today. We've got the Great American Race on tap. We're live from Midco Studio in Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri. Check out midcoast.media for more information. Big thanks to Tech Electronics for making things possible with the gear we have. We've got a Behringer. It's a... Uh, doing well Tough. for us uh Very good. we're good gonna question. get into it it's monday we had the weekend lots to go for but uh first let's say hello to chris gardner hello chris good morning gentlemen mm. Mm. sorry i'm loosening up my knees what happened a little stiff this morning oh yeah yeah have you been rehabbing it uh i've been doing better that's i've been a, that's i've been a, that's an official no well i mean i've been doing stuff okay like walking differently um that's well, like travis <laughs> dominating uh dominating his diet with right. half a firehouse exactly sub. Oh, that's exactly. a fair analogy that is a very good one but i'm doing something different okay so it's it's re all relative so you know and even like when i go to the bus in the morning i'm doing high knees at times as i'm walking down the street. Okay. I mean, how high are your knees? Get, I can put the hand out and do the, you know, touch the well, hand. I can knee. put my hand, I mean. No, but I'm keeping it. I'm getting them up. You're getting, getting them, them up. up. Okay. I was doing it at, at uh, Shavitz Arena last night. Look, go at your pace. We just want you to get better. I just want to be able to walk. You will. At the and pace even, in which you're going, you'll walk eventually. And even when I'm walking, I'm consciously thinking at times about straightening my leg more. To make sure I'm not favoring them. You know what I mean? Like to kind of bend them a little. So I'm actually trying to straighten them while I walk some. Reason just being. to kind of, like almost hyperextended in a way. You, you've taught your body not to trust the strength of your legs. So that's why you need to do more strength training. Well, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Okay. I just, I just want you to get better. That's all. I appreciate the that. The holidays are coming up. I know Thanksgiving and Christmas, you're going to do a lot of traveling. I got to see a lot of family, right? I will travel. So you got to see that beautiful niece of yours, right? You got to see that beautiful niece this holiday? Moscow Mills is a little bit away for me. It's out of my comfort zone. Okay. It's out of my comfort zone. Does she see Uncle Guardsy? Yeah. I know. She don't, don't want to run up, have her run up one day, try to jump on you, and your neck, your legs yeah. collapse. You want your knee to go out? Let me figure out what lullaby I'm going to sing to her Oh, next. please don't do the creep. Please don't. Creep was a great start, no, I thought. I, I think you're probably... Except Grandma ran away with her at yeah, that point. I would imagine. Right That'll happen. To a certain yeah. point. Grandma Evans, smart woman. Uh, uh, good morning, Walnuts. There it is. Put the nuts on the wall, Chris. Just did it. There you go. There you go. There it oh. is. Haven't done that in a while. There you go. Yeah, I wish we would. Look at him. He can't handle it. Mm -mm -mm. Well, do, uh, do this one, Travis. Yeah. Yeah. That's your move right there. Aye, aye, aye. Santa Maria. 
Oh, yeah. Hey, what what is with you starting the show in Spanish here like the last three times now? Yeah, something's. There's. I won't even say Spanish because that would be offensive to those that speak Spanish. I think it's important that, that as we grow, we know. I don't know if you knew this now, but we have a YouTube channel. I want to. Oh, the Midcoast channel yeah. on YouTube. Very much, and and I want. We're the, live streaming there now. Yes, too. we are, and and I know YouTube. I don't know if you guys know this is international. So like I, you, very much like me. So they're like an international screenwriter. V- yes, like you. Well, you know, they could be international a lot of things, but yeah. I want to make sure my language uh, is ready to adapt to some of our new oh, audience. Right. Do members. you know other languages? I do. Wee oui, wee. Oui. And that would be that would be French for word. Oh, so I didn't realize that. Try to add it into the show. Because that way, when we do our descriptors, we can say, now available in Spanish. And that will attract another pool of potential YouTube watchers. I don't know if you knew this, Gardner, but you are now an influencer. A YouTube influencer? You are an influencer. I'm not going to tell my dad that. Oh, boy. My dad would be probably very disappointed. (laughs) Can you please just, yeah, just do it. I don't want to tell tell my dad that. Can we tell him like, and then like Sean puts like a I have GoPro a, on. I you have guys a have a good relationship with, with my father. You think he'll look down on you? I don't think he'd be happy. Mm. <laughs> he might not look down on me. He might t- tell his which would might not him, tell his coworkers w- about me. Which would make him sad? You off the wagon, or off the wagon, or the influencer? <laughs> oh. Okay, good. Yeah, because right, that creates problems for a whole lot of okay, people. Okay, okay, all right, cool. All right. <laughs> Just providing perspective. <laughs> so, yeah, Chris, we're influencers now. Is that what's happening? Yeah, that's what we are. Well, if you uh, get a chance, I'll, uh, I'll drop that link in the comments of this on uh, Facebook. We're very excited gonna to have you subscribe on YouTube. What's gonna, that? Going to influence that ass. Yes, okay. there you go. Yes. He's already ready. I saw, I, I subscribed to Mid Coast Channel. And it sends you show updates. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't. Did, did we do that, or does it do it on its own? I, I, I am not the one who sets everything up with this. Okay. We have a, a group effort going on. So yes, I don't, we do. I don't know some of the details. Okay. Well, I wasn't sure. I don't understand the algorithms. I don't even get me started. Yeah, anytime you say algorithm, you can either it can skirt you away from responsibility, or it can make you sound authoritative. Yeah. Be like, well, I've been tinkering with the algorithms. Like, ooh. I'm, I'm learning some things because Beth Hoops here in the office has been kind enough to do so. Hmm. Publish is extraordinaire, Beth Hoops. And she nerds out and geeks out on this kind of stuff. She does. She's really into it. She's like, Alma has it down to like a word science. Like it's just yeah, very, she has like she, programs she breaks it down for you. And show you like, oh. analytics of things and why certain things work and it's why almost they don't. Pre- it's almost like she it's a study in human behavior too. Oh, most certainly is. It's like it's sociology. Yeah. Very fascinating stuff. I've really enjoyed it. I've been sort of kind of backdoor hooked to social media again. Uh-oh. Cuz I was off the wagon of course with Twitter and I still Speaking of yeah. I haven't been I haven't been on Twitter in almost 2 months. Can I you believe that? that the other day. Did almost life, 2 months. Did you like better for it? A little bit. I don't know percentage-wise. I would say it's a little bit around five. Do you feel like five to ten percent? Do you feel like you formed some of your own opinions on things? Yes, I no longer borrow ninety-eight percent of the opinions on Twitter. And that's easy to do. It's so weird now. I don't know what to do when like social or political topics come out. Like, 
what shirt did they have on? I don't have a lot to contribute to the conversation anymore. Uh-huh. Nevertheless, well, you I could am read absolutely... articles. Well, uh, <laughs> this is 1999. Relax. I though. Uh, okay. Um. No. Yeah. That's it. No, no big deal. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no big deal. Yeah. I do miss social media. I know. But. That's why I like to show you little bits and pieces from time. You do. You're great. Or guy. or you uh or I catch you looking over my shoulder. That's oh what's that? What's going on? Okay, I just thought a little, little article. I don't what's, miss what's it. What's going on on Twitter there? I, I like I you sound I, like OJ Simpson kind of. Mm-hmm. Hey Twitter world. <laughs> <laughs> I like IG though. We're, I'm having a lot of fun with IG and I have a lot of fun with YouTube. So, okay. So I'm enjoying the journey so far. I had a big Twitter weekend for one particular oh, thing. Oh, what, what happened? happened? I got unblocked by someone. Congratulations. Ooh. I'm going to, can I take a guess? Yeah. Frank Cusimano? Correct. A good friend, Frank Cusimano. Hey, who? Frank Cusimano. <laughs> KSDK, NBC affiliate. Yeah, the sports director over there. Mm. He uh, decided to unblock me. I convinced him at the Billikens game last night. That what, what led to this? Um, we were chatting, and uh, I believe it was my offer of hand lotion to him. Mm-mm. That led to this because I was kind enough to offer my hand lotion that has a nice lavender and aloe in it. And I was like, You're a lotion guy. I'm a lotion. I got to be because I'm a smoker, but I like to wash my hands after I smoke. Oh, okay. So I don't, I try not to smell like smoke completely. Got it. And so since I do that in this weather, uh, chapping is going to be mm. an issue. It certainly is. So mm. I have to be cognizant of that. So I offered Frank some lotion, and then uh, he declined. I offered again. He declined again. And then I finally <laughs> said, hey, when are you going to unblock me? And he's like, well, I'll, I'll do it now. I'll do it now. And then he had to ask someone sure. next to him to show him how to do it, That'll which is probably why I remained blocked for so long. Um, and so he's like pulling up my account. He's like, okay, what's the first thing you got uh, just to make sure I got you? What's the first thing you tweeted lately? And I'm like, well, I don't even know. And I, I mean, he's like, was it a retweet? And I go, it could be. What is it? He's like, um, it's someone that put Boomauer's voice to Jim Jordan. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and then he rolled his eyes and I go, he goes, we're going to do a week probation, probationary period. Oh, boy. And I go, well, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Frank Cusimano has given you a one week probationary period. I'm yeah. going to laugh. You know, some folks apparently are wondering what. What the topic is that's going to get me blocked? Oh, it's going to it's it's going to be it's week two of impeachment week, mm-hmm. so there will be something that will jump <laughs> out that will do it. I'm surprised you haven't retweeted John Hamm on SNL. I didn't see it. Yeah, he was part of the cold open. He was uh, one of the characters. Who was the big uh, the Bill Taylor? Was he the ambassador? Yeah. From a week that's who John Hamm played oh, Bill okay. Taylor. In the cold open, so it's very. I'll have to watch that later. Yeah, so you're gonna retweet something like that, or Frank, you're just gonna go to Frank's page like on a Wednesday morning. Block. Man, sorry. I hope he at least texts me to let me know he's blocked me again. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. I don't think it works that way. Oh. Uh, good weekend though, huh? Huh? Hmm. Did you get some? Oh. oh boy. Yeah, it was a it was a real big weekend. Huge. Went on a walk. My legs are sore. <laughs> Jesus. 
That Are we was all my breaking weekend. down? It's all over. Are we all just breaking down now? Yeah. What is happening to us? Uh, we do have a question from the Triangle Assassin. Uh, isn't it easier to just, I don't know, not smoke? No, not He's at all. He's got nothing left. I enjoy it. Yeah. What are you, my grandma? That's what my grandma, except my grandma says it in a different way. When are you going to stop smoking? Just stop it already. I can smell it. And then it just goes into me trying to deflect. Because I let her yell at me. Because she deserves it. Mm-hmm. She's earned it. She's been through it. Mm. Yeah. She had a life. People that age have been through stuff. So I allow them certain you know, room to do what they need to do at times. You should You should really try to ease into the CBD. Maybe that will wane you off the cigarette. But... I have no motivation to stop smoking. To maybe have Grandma Evans no longer yell at you. That's I'm a, a pretty motivating I've been factor. yelled at by women my entire <laughs> life. You can stop that if you like. I'm used to it. You don't have to be yelled I'm at. I'm desensitized. Okay. You can Remember, I was ungroundable as a child. I know. Don't say that. Don't, please don't say that around black women. Because they take pride in, in punishing kids. Yeah. That's the thing. They, that's the thing. They just they look. You 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 can act up. Just don't act up around them. If you want to go act up somewhere else, so be it. But don't act up around I them. I test this out now. I, look, I'm just saying they because <sighs> black women ain't got time for that shit. Okay. They really don't. That's I'm just fine. telling you. Our name Jay was talking about it this weekend. Had an opportunity to see him oh, and Healy see him on Saturday. Saturday night? Yeah, great. Great performance, just a ton of energy. And that guy sold out. Did he, he ended he up selling sold out, out every show. I think he, yeah, he sold out the entire weekend. And he had people in the aisle just, people couldn't breathe. People mm-hmm. had the old church fans out. They were sweating because they were laughing so hard. That means it's good if the church fans are the out. The church right? fans came out. Like, I looked around Helium, and you just saw about 15, 20 a lot of, of those Kirkwood moms boys. there? Wasn't it all black crowd? It was a U-City moms. <laughs> they were City mothers, <laughs> definitely. Definitely a lot of that. Man, all black crowds rule. It's so it's much such an fun experience. Show. It's such like, an experience. Oh my gosh, I could never express myself like that. It ever. is, and it's but one of those. It seems like they're there to have fun. And they, yeah, they are. One, they really yeah, are. A million and percent. And you're exactly right. I don't know what it is about Should the history be. and the culture of the black comedy club, but man, it's. It's something special yeah. when you get a group, a group of people because that are there to enjoy themselves. And then look, that's a tough crowd. Like you, you boy, they ain't, they ain't no polite laughter in a black crowd. I'm like, oh, 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 all right, all right, all right, that's all right. That's two in a row, nigga. You better roll up. Hold on now. <laughs> oh, there you go. You got he one laughed more. Laughed harder. Uh-huh. When you, you see Say, it hold on now. Good show though. I'll give you one more funnier. joke. But no, it was a great yeah, show. Yeah, I recommend if you guys haven't seen it, go back and watch it. He hung out with us for like fifty minutes. You did. Uh, it was a good time. I actually have a clip from that. Oh, let's see it. Uh, it's a bit of an extended clip. Uh, at one point, he was talking about like, I guess, you know, if he's watching a football game or something, how it's hard to hear what's going on around him. Right. That includes, you know, your wife or your significant other. Women in general are trying to talk to you during that time frame. And um, <clears throat> conversation went from there. So here's a, here's a little bit of that, gentlemen. We don't hear you. Right. We don't. Mm. Am I lying? No. Mm. Unless you're in the kitchen. Am I Man. right? Am I lying? No, I'm not <laughs> high five in that. <laughs> now, unless what? I said, unless you're in the kitchen. Doing what? 
doing women stuff in the kitchen. Oh, whoa, whoa, see, whoa, Travis, whoa, whoa. Arnaz whoa. and I were just We were trying to yeah, have a conversation. On that one. He's an artist. Oh, no. He's, he's oh, here to promote his What do you mean, doing what's a woman oh, thing? Yeah. Oh, oh. Like writing her dissertation. Ladies, uh-uh, don't yeah. say nothing. I got y'all. Uh, uh, yeah. I got you on oh, this one. Would she be writing her dissertation what, for her what, doctorate coming up? Yeah, I mean, what, what's going on? What's a woman thing in the kitchen? What are you saying? Is that is that where this works out? Because I cook very well. Is the kitchen where she works on her car? I wear an apron. You know, I wear an apron and booty shorts. Oh, okay, now, wait, now, what? No, no, you got those? I sent them. I, I, yeah. <laughs> what? I wear. Hello. Hello. This is thing. <laughs> We're done here. Mike. Mike. Check. Hang on. Mike check. Got producer. Travis, it's 1952. <laughs> <laughs> I, talk to you. Woman, I like this. Woman thinks, Travis? Man, just, really? This is where it's at. This is what it's come to. Ladies, I speak the truth. Travis, uh, wait a minute. I don't know what's going on with wait, him. Wait, I didn't. Uh, I don't know Travis if he's having Jeremy a bad Trish night Trump. at home. I don't know if his mama said this is the way things got to be. Keep a knife out of his I head. don't know if he's singing. I don't know if he sings old Negro spiritual. Uh-huh. Yeah, How would that go? I don't know, mama. <laughs> he's a black boy doing black boy things. That's not true. That I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, what? In the world, I just—I didn't. The fuck? I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, wash the hate out with uh, some snappy Bigman coffee. Look, it's delicious coffee. Just I think. take responsibility for that, and here's why. I—I I just think right now, it's just so much toxicness in the air when it comes to our discourse that it's seeped into. My, my my pores, my my skin, and I began to behave like some of these bigots and sexes that you often see on TV. Your toxic I mean, masculinity came out, on, and then it did. And I didn't. I, it was Friday. I had been like on five, six cup of coffee at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Arnez J came in around noon, and everybody knows in the office that's my nap time. <laughs> uh, so I didn't have my proper nap. And that's what you saw on that video. Uh, all those views that was expressed by that Travis uh, does not reflect Travis today, uh, nor this company uh, or my colleagues. May God bless you. And God bless America. Wow. Who's well said? Well, at least you apologize. You can delete that now. You can delete that video. Should we tweet that? No, there's no need to. You're not on Twitter anyway. It doesn't matter, I don't Travis. I wish you wouldn't do that. God bless oh. Gateway Powder Coating as well. GPC? Yeah, you know me. Gatewaypowdercoat.com for more information. Travis, if you need to, uh, I don't know, maybe update your point of view, uh, Gateway Powder Coating <laughs> can get it looking just right with their ovens. They'll uh, make sure everything looks wonderful. It'll last longer than paint. Make sure you take anything metal that needs painted, to go get powder coated. Gatewaypowdercoat.com for more information. Say a little mark in the gang as uh, they've supported us for several years now. So make sure you're on board with them. Uh, we mentioned the weekend. Go ahead, Trev. No, I was just going to say something happened this weekend right, uh, that that was triggering to me mainly because I th- find myself thinking about you too. Mm. And it is bothering, trust me. Uh, but I'll be going through life normally, and then something will come up, and I'll go, you know who will love that? Oh. Denman. Oh. Garzy. And it freaks me out. 
But then I also go, they probably already know about it. I ain't going to even try to reach out to them to talk to them about it because I know they already know because that's how we work mentally, even when we aren't in the same room together. So I saw a story and I was like, I got to pass on this story. I got to send it to my man. And then I said, nope. I believe my man's probably already ahead of the curve. He's probably already read the story. And that was the story about your hero, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. So what's happening oh, here? Wait, oh, wait. Hold on. Kid, I'm over Nick. He's, hold he's, on. Let's oh, do my this God. again. You're, you're in, you're in, you're his third eye. Ah, there, there we is. go. There we go. Nicolas Cage and talks to star as Nicolas Cage and metadrama, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Hmm. That is awesome. Yes. It most certainly is. This, is. Uh, the title alone is brilliant <laughs> is this along the lines of that van damme uh the jcvd movie like what's happening here this uh this is like being john malkovich yeah with a nick cage twist it's nick and it's cage exactly what i wanted playing nick cage in a movie about nick cage oh boy the this title Ooh. is just i don't know it just the oozes un- with brilliant this may what, be the best read part it again what's the title again the unbearable weight of massive talent yeah that's fucking great about Nicolas Cage, starring Nicolas Cage. That is like, can you give a movie picture of the year simply based off the title and know. premise alone? I like, I don't even need to see the first trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm already ready to buy tickets, baby. How am I supposed to not like build this up or hype this up in my own mind? And I hate doing that because... That sets you up for failure and a letdown in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I've often referenced this. I, I try not to do this with movies because it, it, I do it to myself. And I get, you know, I'll find like something small and like lock into that. And that'll bring down my enjoyment of right. what was a pretty decent film. The last time I can remember where I built something up in my own mind and hyped it up in my own mind and it completely lived up to everything I wanted was Anchorman. Because mm-hmm. I saw that premise when it came out and I'm like, oh boy, this yeah. is Gold. this is what I like. Yeah. And so... As opposed to like Wedding Crashers, which the title was very confusing. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. Right? But like... <laughs> Sorry, I just had to throw that intellectual... Uh, no, please know, do. ...juxtaposition out there. So... <laughs> Nice, you. See, we're a juxtaposition show now. Uh-huh. I got it? yelled at for using that on the show once, and now we're becoming the show that uses juxtaposition. It's such a Thank smart you. show. It's like Brian Hoffman produces this now. Mm. We're like Frasier. That guy's like <laughs> overrated. Um, but in my mind, I had built Anchorman up to be something that I, actually when I went to go see it, I was like, God damn it, I've done this again. And I was worried that it wasn't going to live up because it, I knew it was going to be my fault. Like, there, it was probably just going to be, I've done something in my own head to make it fail in my own mind. And it didn't. Right. But I have done that since then, so I try to not do that. But this is something that I fear that I might again. Oh, my God. Because just the premise. Can and, I read you some of it, man? Yeah. It is just so delicious. Go ahead, Chris. please. Uh, Cage was star as... Nicholas Cage. Okay. The character is desperate to get a role in a new Quentin Tarantino movie while also dealing with a strained relationship with his teenage daughter. He also occasionally talks to an egotistical 1990s version of himself who rides him for making too many crappy movies <laughs> and for not being a star anymore. 
Like, oh, how do you not? Who's directing this? Like, oh, probably Nicholas Nick Cage. Cage. <laughs> uh, that would have been even better. The script comes from Tom Gormican and Kevin Eden. Oh. Gormican is attached to direct. I don't know these gentlemen. I'll be looking up their IMDb during our next uh-huh. break. But this is one of the, apparently it was a huge negotiate. Like it was, I guess, a lot of studios wanted to jump on this. Really? HBO Max and Paramount. Lionsgate is the one that won in its final negotiations. Like that is I this is like look, you, you know Daddy is an international screenwriter. Sure. This is one I wish I had come up yeah. with. This is this is the one. This is the ticket. This is this is gonna be fun. Even I'm if it's afraid. bad, it's still gonna be a Nick Cage movie and it a Nick Cage, so it can't technically be bad. I need it not to make too much money though, because I still need Nick Cage to, to need be, money so yeah. that we can get National Treasure Three. This is also true. So, or that's how we get National Treasure Three. Maybe okay. this unlocks it. Mm. How can you not Got do a lot it? of options here? Got a lot. This is beautiful. There's a lot to digest here. This is job well but done. The, I mean, what you're saying there, that part about him talking to, occasionally talking to an egotistical 90s version of himself. Right. Oh, yes. If you, I mean, even an unskilled writer, I feel like, could give you decent dialogue between Nick Cage and his former self. Uh-huh. Right? I would you think so. You just kind of just bring up his IMDb, and then you start in on it. Yeah. Go, go back and watch a few roles. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. There's plenty out there to view. Extensive. He's been in a lot of things. Maybe start with Wicker Man. He's had Is some, that where it all started going wrong? He's had, some, he's had I a thought, couple fun I, ones in the last few years, though. I thought Ghost yeah. Rider might have broke the... I just love that he doesn't care and just makes movie after movie after movie. This is so brilliant. Hey, it's a movie. This, is what, it, it. this is what it was all leading up to. He began, look. Do you think he's the been okie us? I think the, like he there was a moment what if? where he came to the crossroad where he got hit with the IRS, right? Yeah. He had all those castles. He had to give some of them back. And so what if he was like, I know the best way out of this. To steal the Declaration of Independence. Well, oh, no. no, not specifically. Okay. Not yet, at least. But what he did was like, I'm just going to set up a series of bad movies just so I can get to my masterpiece. Mm-hmm. That's well. That's meta. That is very meta. What if he brings his audience back down with him, and then exceeds those expectations? But what if this is what Nick Cage has been playing us for all along? Because after all those great roles, all those great classic films, he kind of nosedive. Yeah. What if this way was like, ah, oh, nah, I've been Andy Kaufman, you motherfuckers, mm-hmm. this entire time, son. Holla at your yeah. boy. You saw eight millimeter. Yeah. This is this is the long play by Nick Cage. This is going to make him one of the greatest actors in the history of a generation. Now, I came out swinging with Raising Arizona. Yes. (laughs) Look out. No doubt. This is it. And this is how. And I'll confuse. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Then then he wraps it all up because he'll get the Academy Award, right? This time, he'll he'll have his Academy Award. And then he finally gets to play Superman. Hmm. That's what it's all about the entire day. Nick Cage wanting to play Superman. This gets him to back to place. And now you got an Academy Award winner, Nick Cage, as Superman. As long as I get a National Treasure 3, that's all I really care about. It's very possible. He's going to be big. Welcome, John Voight. This is what's going to happen. This movie, when it comes out, he will be the biggest star on the planet again. I guarantee you. We're there. Maybe that'll happen. Think about it. Because because when does this come out? Probably 2021. Yeah. Trump's going to go into his second term. 
people are going to be massively depressed, uh-huh. and they're going to need a hero. Who better to save us from this than Nick Cage? Than Nick Cage. It's setting That's up hard perfectly. to argue. This is setting up perfectly. Think about it. You got all these candidates all of a sudden jumping back into the race. Mm. This was this was all Nick Cage's plan the entire time, baby. Boop. Alt right, he created it. To the Russians, he huh. he was they were involved. How about Nick Cage? How about we cut loose this okay. Thursday at happiest hour? What do you think about oh, that, yeah, Gardner? Yeah, right. what are you uh, doing? While you're what contemplating are you Nick, Cage stuff? Uh, Nick Cage stuff, maybe we'll hear some Nick Cage humor. Sophie's this Thursday, happiest hour comedy series. We'll have some great comics on deck. Get there early. Comedy starts right after six o'clock. Always free. Always a good time right here in Grand Center at Sophie's Cocktail Lounge. Every Thursday. And you know who presents it? Who is that, Chris? Jack Daniels, Tennessee Whiskey. Mm, they work Chris, with when us. I wake up in the morning, it's nope. the first thing I drink. They work with us to uh, make sure that you have a good time. That's Jack Daniels, Tennessee Whiskey, presenting, for, uh, excuse me, uh, Happiest Hour each and every week. And then Schlafly specials as well during the show. Check it out. Come see Eric and uh, us this Thursday for Happiest Hour. So congratulations on this film, Gardner. That's yeah, big, this is probably going to be his tour de force. Um, this is, it's hard to, I marinated on, on it over the weekend. <laughs> I spent a significant amount of my weekend thinking I about it. I did this. think about it. I did think <laughs> about it some. Of course. And I'm upset that I did because, I, like I said, I don't want to build it up, but I see that, remember the interview we were talking about that he did? He did a Q&A recently. Mm-hmm. Was it several months ago now? And I can't even remember what magazine it was. Or was it Vulture, Variety, or something like that? Something like that. But he talked about a legit quest for the Holy Grail. Mm. What if all along, Mm-mm. this is his Holy Grail? This is brilliant. This is his quest. And the culmination of this journey ends with this, this Nicolas Cage vehicle being made and us viewing it and thus the Holy Grail. That's what I'm thinking. I think that's very logical. Very. I think it's sound. I think it's hard to poke holes in that theory. You strategic son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Nick Cage, you old done dog. Old dog, I knew it, man. See, because the problem is he'll throw in these performances in between these crappy movies where you're like, was the weatherman really good? It was or good. Am I being, was. Or am I being tricked by a Nicolas Cage conundrum? What's happening here? Wait a second. What was the movie where he played the dad of the uh, the girl suit? Kick-Ass. Did you see yeah, Kick-Ass? Kick-Ass? He was going to Kick-Ass. Oh, my gosh. He was amazing. Good. He and was so he good. A, he did a, a horror film about a year ago called Mandy. That's really good. Mm-hmm. And another uh, satire horror film called Mom and Dad. Um, that was very good as well. Like, But the whole Sneak Thieves really... Solid performances. See, that's why it pays to be a hard worker in the industry and just make every movie you can. That's a good point. Because at some of the roles stick, some of them don't. You're, he's Nick Cage, you know what I'm saying? Like, so there's really, like, he's. I wouldn't say he's a, immune to box office failure, but it, it almost emboldens him. Yeah. Like most people, you know, a couple bombs oh, they go failed. away for a little bit. Right. Oh, I'll just go make another movie. J-Law, Jennifer Lawrence recently. couple bombs. She even admitted it recently. I'm going to take a, some steps back. I've been a, let me go get married. Let me actually kind of let people forget about me. He's so passionate about He loves about it so much. Work. He doesn't care. Yeah, he just he's right back at making. it. That should be admired. I, I look, if you can work, do. Do it, man. 
a lot of people who would kill for the opportunities that Nicolas Cage continues to get. And he's a talented actor. No, nobody's taking that away from him. But the guy will make a movie. The guy does not say no. Mm-hmm. Does it, do you think it's all financial? I'm sure some of it is. He I mean, does like three or four a year, and they're always at Redbox. <laughs> He's got a secret deal with Redbox. Yeah. <laughs> the good people at Redbox. They the identified people. him. They're like, listen, we're not going to admit this. You're our biggest revenue driver. I would not doubt it. But Oops. we need you to not admit it. People still keep watching these. It's Is almost a, a way form to look of that up? Is there a way to look up who is the biggest actor or actress generator revenue-wise for Redbox? I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure those, that, that, that number has to exist. It has to be Nick Cage. You go the their Nick Facebook Cage or Gene page. Hackman. He's the like, Gene Hackman still makes movies? Why is he in that? He does? I don't think so. I thought I'm he just, retired. Yeah. I idea. No, the other uh, there is, uh, if it's not... Yeah, if it's not him, it's definitely it's a black actor. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart Kevin does Hart appear in a bunch of weird tireless. movies. Yeah. That's why we respect guys like Kevin Hart and Nick Cage, because they just keep working. Danny Glover. Danny Glover's in a lot of... I mean, he's always like the bad government guy. I don't know when he just started, started taking those roles. He was a good guy in the Royal Tenenbaums. He was. I liked him in that. Had a good his beard looks sharp in that too. <laughs> We've covered a lot so far, I'll say that much. I gotta tell you, a black man with a nice gray beard looks sharp. Thank you. Very sharp. Danny Trejo takes the same approach. He's talked yeah. about it in interviews. He takes almost every job just because he wants money for his family. That's why he's uh the Mexican with the chest tattoo in literally every movie that needs one. Mm. And I guess that I'm not mad about that. That's the Snoop Dogg approach. Yeah. I mean, you, it seems like Danny Trejo was a hustler before he became an actor. He was a, <laughs> he was in a penitentiary. Yeah, so I feel like Danny Trejo is like, no, nah, I should probably be dead in the or worst way like, possible if someone wants to pay me six figures a movie, maybe sometimes seven figures a movie. So, to what, just, so what if I have to do it alongside an animatronic cat? No problem. Right? And it's probably the shoot's probably a week, two weeks. Get about, like I said, half a million. Yeah, I would. if I'm Danny Trejo, yeah, yeah, I'm a... That's probably what I'm doing. Just picture Danny Trejo now, like as the voice of some animated character. No in a, doubt. A How Disney would he sound? Movie. I don't know, but like <laughs> I was trying to. Speedy Gonzalez. But like, if, if you're saying he's in a penitentiary at one point, then you know the kid that watches that movie, then 15 years later looks into who voiced whatever character, and they <laughs> they see where that person had been throughout their life. They're probably just something that. You find out lay you find things out later sometimes. Interesting to say the least. By the way, happy birthday to Mickey and Minnie. Oh yeah, House of Mouse celebrating. How old are they? Ninety one. Oh. Sorry, I had to count uh, how many movies in the last six years Nicolas Cage had done. How many? Thirty six. That's amazing. Holy hell. Last how many? Last uh from no, let's go. Let's take that back. Take off three. So 33 movies? Yeah. Over the last So is six he years? still old school where he thinks if he, does, if he, if he does it's TV? Over five a year. Yeah. Do, is he old school still? Okay. Is the money just better or is he old school where he thinks if he does TV, it's like a downgrade? Like, do you think he's in that? I'm sure like this he is probably. Does that, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. This probably yeah. was the equivalent. He probably was like, hey, we can get you a bunch of money for HBO series. Or you can do a bunch of shitty movies a year. And I think Nicolas Cage, coming from the old school, being a he movie is, star probably, still counts. I mean, look, who's his uncle? Yeah, Coppola. 
So I mean, so he comes from a Hollywood family. So that's what they do. He's an actor. So Nicolas Cage will always do movies because he's just a movie head. He's a movie family. Yeah, that's kind of who he is. Right, that's like asking Tar- like Tarantino's never going to direct an episode of a uh, Madam Secretary. Like he's never going to do TV. There's probably never a project he'll ever do. What do you do a Law and Order? He did an episode. I take that back. He did an episode of CSI. Did he? He did. He did an episode of CSI. Okay, see? Yeah, I take that back. You familiar with Malcolm Gladwell? Yeah. Yeah. He wants to direct... uh, A Marvel movie? No, he said he just wants to direct one episode of Law and Order where he makes it go off its given format every Uh single time and then just step back and see... Everyone explodes. What happens? Because <laughs> I guess they have a, it's a prevailing thing. Like, yeah. bad guy does this, they do that, they get the bad guy every time. Or okay, something. here's how we yeah. turn. Okay, there. Yeah, that's so good. Now we hand it over to the prosecutor. Yep. And then we, Justice get, is then we go into the courtroom and then watch yourself, McCoy. And then blah, blah, blah. The closing argument, ah, we win. Stuff like that. Before we get to the. And, and speaking of. So, yeah, because here's uh, I was trying to think of like actors that make that jump to television, right? Because mm-hmm. the guy that I think of when we're we're joking about CSIs, we're joking about Criminal Minds, but it's always going to be NCIS. Mark Harmon. Yeah. Mark Harmon has made how much money on that franchise? Mark Harmon was the guy I knew him as the actor who was the teacher in summer school. Right. I right. love the movie Summer School growing good. up. I had I it on VHS. It. I, I enjoy watching That's it. That's who I thought Mark Harmon was and was going to be. Now look at that role. Mark Harmon. Look at the role he played on that as the beach bum teacher and then how much money he's made as Jethro. Not only that, how much money has he made for CBS? Yeah. NCIS is Tom just Selleck and, and Harmon have kept CBS afloat. Them and Shamar and Moore. And Tom Selleck should think... Uh, Mark Harmon, because he showed that it was sustainable yeah. to have that type of show. Yeah. I think about uh, if you were to ever have reservations, I would I would look to uh, Afton Native, Afton Native, South County Native, to John Goodman. Like uh-huh. he's a better actor than you. He's been in bigger movies than you'll ever be in. Right. And he'll take a TV role. Yeah. Real quick. Well, now the price is right. He may. True, and he's made some. He made some serious like HBO. I'm sure. Well, HBO. That's yeah. And that's then ABC. Different. But I'm saying technically, he's got two TV shows. He's on. Yeah, the right. and Righteous. But Jones, well, how did the timeline work for him though? Like hey, he was in movies first, not huge before movies. Roseanne. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Roseanne kind of put him out there. Yeah, Roseanne oh, put him on the map. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't arachnophobia. Uh, as the exterminator which she was in but no yeah that movie screwed with me that's with everybody I remember like washing my face in the shower with soap in my eyes trying to keep my eyes open because I was afraid like a spider would come down that's fair my eyes are burning that's fair and so you're uh, yeah better than a big old spider bite alright who wants that before we get to the birthdays let me know let's by yay or nay if you have heard or seen these Nicolas Cage films since 2014 alright okay Left Behind. Um, th- no. was that? I thought that was a Kirk Cameron movie. Uh, but he was in, the, I guess, the the cinema version. Wait, is that like, the this one? is like the the Kirk Cameras was like VHS DVD. That's the same thing. Yeah, Left Behind. Yeah. This was a major one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Rage. No. I've Outcast. Outcast. No. Uh, the speaker box in the love below. No. Dying of the Light. Um. 
the runner. Wait, hang on. What is it? Dying, dying on the, on, of the light. No. The runner. No. Pay the ghost. What? Yes. Who? You have seen it. I have heard of it. Okay. The trust. No. Dog eat dog. Wag the dog. No. Snowden. Yes. U.S. Indian, USS Indianapolis Men of Courage. Huh. I think I've heard of that one. Maybe. I think I saw that on a Maybe red box Maybe in passing yeah, or something? Yeah, probably. Army of One. Uh, Army of Darkness. Arsenal. I live there. Ah. Vengeance, a love story. No. Inconceivable. Now I want to see Vengeance, a love story. Me too. That's <laughs> you have, Let's I watch know. that today. Uh, Does yeah. it... You probably find for the it last on one, probably free. For the last one, does any time you say it, you have to go inconceivable. Inc- Mom huh? and Dad is the one I was talking about. I have seen that one. The uh, Humanity Bureau. The what? The Humanity okay. Bureau. You're <laughs> just you putting words together now. Dark, Mandy. I've seen that. Actually, the Humanity Bureau sounds like a good band. That is. All right. Bureau. Bureau. Someone needs to use Bureau in a band name. Yeah. How about the Bureau Estate? By Snappy Pigman. The Estate Bureau. <laughs> Perfect. You got uh, Looking Glass, 211, uh-huh. Teen Titans Go to the Movies. I've seen that. Don't know what that is. Uh, Between Worlds. No. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I've yeah. seen that. Okay. He was funny in that. He was in that, yeah. Uh, no, you haven't seen A Score to Settle. Color, Color Out of Space, Running with the Devil, Kill Chain, Primal, Grand Isle. What's Running with the Devil? Running with the Devil. He plays the cook. That's literally his title. Please, God, don't let him... Okay, cool. I was like, please don't let him be a supporting character. Uh, it is the CEO of an international conglomerate since two of the most regarded executives to investigate why shipments of cocaine are being hijacked and overcut somewhere on the supply chain. So the cook... So the cook's doing it. Running with the right, Devil, starring running. Nicolas Cage... And Lawrence Fishburne. See now, what? see if it was my. You feel like yeah, exactly. If you just gave me the title, I would be like Nick Cage in a Van Halen biopic. Are you kidding me? That's what I thought. Running with the devil. Okay, was. yeah, maybe that's why. Huh. The cook. Barry Pepper is in it. Barry Pepper, Lawrence Fishburne, and Nicholas Cage. Oh, how about this? Adam Goldberg's in it. How did I miss this? Yeah. Left Behind, by the way. I'll give you this. Cole Hauser is in it. Cole Hauser, everyone. Adam Goldberg, the most neurotic actor you've ever seen. His characters (laughs) make me jittery. His characters just make me very uncomfortable. Saving Private Ryan alone. His characters just make me very... Yeah, that that scene. Brutal. Um, Left Behind a 1% on Rotten. Whoa, (laughs) buddy. That's higher than oh his... Oh, God. Uh, Hold that, on. That's higher than his friend, uh, John... Uh, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? From Face Off, John... Uh, Travolta? Travolta's uh, Gotti movie. That was a zero. He shouldn't have played Gotti. Like what, like, Armand DeSanti did a great job of playing Gotti in the HBO movie of that. Man, sometimes, like, it's okay to walk away. Like, that's what happened no. to Travolta and Cage. Mm. Here's the description of Left Behind. We might have to watch this one. Okay. The entire planet is thrown into mayhem... When millions of people disappear without a trace, all that remains are their clothes and belongings. Unmanned vehicles crash and planes fall from the sky, overwhelming emergency forces and causing massive gridlock, riots, and chaos. Airline pilot Ray Steele 
Nicolas Cage, struggles to save the lives of the passengers who remain on his flight, while his daughter races to find her brother and mother, both of whom have disappeared. Huh. Looks like I got some viewing to do, gentlemen. Wish the weekend was extended, Plenty huh? trailer on YouTube. Oh, oh God. <laughs> we'll look into that. Oh, I might look at that a little bit later. Oh, boy. Uh, Jamie Moyer's fancy foyer uh, loves that uh, Nick Cage is fearless, and he's not afraid to look crazy, and he hits the occasional home run. Mm-hmm. That's all. He's, li- he's living life, man. Does it add the to his lore, great. this recent wedding weirdness in Vegas? I don't know what was going on there completely. I mean, I think it has to do with a wagon and being on it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He's, and here's the beautiful part. He's probably going to allude to it in the movie. He's got, I hope if they could visit his, his plot. Oh, please don't. In St. Oh, Louis Cemetery so in New Orleans. That's kind of creepy. How about this? Tom Brown letting us know John Goodman was the football coach in Revenge of the Nerds. Yes, he was. And failed an SNL audition in 1980. What did Arnaz say this past Friday about that? Like just people not quitting? Look at John Goodman. One of the uh, that story. He was talking about this in an interview where he just loved playing football. He won like two for I guess did he go to Afton or Lindbergh or he went to he Afton, was Afton. I believe, yeah. He said they won two varsity games in four years or something <laughs> while he was there. That's a that's a winner. That's a grinder's mentality. Mm-hmm. And then to have, like, man, just a, what a great career. Like, just really one of the most respected actors, but no one bothers him. Got sober in his 50s? Really? Got sober in his 50s. He's been sober like 10 plus years now. It's probably right around the time we met him. He's just a he really damn good actor. He's really, really good. And, mm-hmm. like, he's one of those guys, like, he, he'll give gravitas to your film. Mm-hmm. By p- appearing in it now. Yeah. And he would appear, you would think he could only play one way. Like, that's what I would pigeonhole him as. Right, like, oh, he's right. But no, he's this. very versatile. Mm-hmm. And he can play very creepy, inspiring. What was that Cloverfield movie? Oh, he was brilliant in that. So I thought good. he kind of got, should have got some some Academy love for that. I, I, I enjoy John. I'm a big fan, been a big fan for a long time. But yeah, for him to do what he does in the Connors and what he does in Righteous Gemstones. And then jump into a movie like Cloverfield. It's crazy. There was a show. God, I only watched a little bit of it. Is it called Alpha House with John Goodman? Have you ever heard of this? Yes, it was on. Uh, it was on Amazon Prime, and it was bo- and it was their version of Veep or yes. um, you, What's the Kevin Spacey one? House of Cards. Right. It was a. It was a mix of the two. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more uh, a comedic tent, yeah, because it's 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 you're saying a mix there, yeah. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. That was a really good show from what what episodes I watched. Like that one of his, I think, kind of flew under the radar. Some I thought that one was fantastic. I just didn't continue watching. Right. Uh, but from what I had watched, you would you would like this show, Travis. You would most certainly like it. It's called Alpha House. Okay. It's like it, it's it's politically uh, motivated in okay. a way, but it's like you know these representatives or congressmen, like they live in the same house, like so when they're in D.C. That's where they stay. They kind of room together, right. so they have this thing and oh. the shenanigans. That that's a nice premise. I like it's that not ba- it's not bad. I think you'd like it. That's a nice premise. I like that. I'm not sure how many years old it is now. Probably like four or five. 
something along those lines. Interesting. Uh, but that kind of flew under the radar. I thought that was a good role of his. Hmm. Uh, Gardner, go. Gardner, let's get him on. John Goodman? Yeah, if you could. You know who he's buddies with and does things with every year or something? It's John Carney. Yeah, they've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Long time. Hi, John. Anytime he's in town. It's John. I mean. They do, they do a, yeah, cause an event. Carney will MC for him or whatever it is. And He was talking about he had to do a speaking. This is on Marin. Uh, he had to do a speaking engagement at WashU, and he's so insecure. He's like, I don't know why they'd want me. <laughs> and Marin's like, what do you mean you don't know why they'd want you? He's like, mm, I guess uh, Kevin Klein wasn't available, and they needed somebody <laughs> from St. Louis. <laughs> like, wow. you can be that successful and that universe they loved and still pretty funny uh you know what's not funny what's that chris what's not funny how great the service is you ready oh boy where are we going now at gastro pit every thursday okay but it is funny because we do free comedy Thursday. Join us this week. We're going to have another great show, uh, 8.30 kickoff. And then they've got late night barbecue, Travis. I o- can vouch show. for the brisket. Gardner, let's talk about this brisket real quick. You, uh, you no. settled in last week on a Thursday night, and I looked down and I thought, huh, they must be doing like a buffet-style thing on the bar now. Mm-mm. This must be for the entire room. Mm-mm. No, it wasn't the case. I only had the regular order of brisket and some mac and cheese because... Of I wanted to save some room for the port taco I ordered as well, which was delightful. Such an ass. What? You guys are asses. It mm. was very good. It was delectable. It was juicy. Oh, I lathered that up in some Memphis barbecue sauce, too. He said lather. Oh, I let it sit on my tongue for just oh, a little bit. To let this is your fault. No, don't, don't look at me. No, no this, is, his, this is him not being able to drink. He focuses in on this, like... You see that? It's better he focuses on a pork taco like that rather than a bottle of vodka. That lather and let it sit on his tongue. I just let it sit there to oh. taste it. We got another story to get to so next hour. I could hour, taste you, Brisket. Uh, that it Black Sheep good. has brought to our attention, and it's about the new uh, Ford Mustang. Oh, no. We'll get to that, and it's going to be very funny. We've got Great American Race next hour. Gardner needs a menthol. We'll go take care of that. Drink some Snappy Bigman coffee while we're at it. If you want to, hit share. We'd love you. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with the second hour.